Welcome back to Return to Oz Minute. This is the podcast where every day we analyze one more minute of the 1985 Disney film Return to Oz. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And for to wrap up the week, we have our returning guest, Nick Jimenez and the Wheelers. Hey, happy Friday, everybody. We did it. Welcome back. Ah, happy to be back. Thank you so much for having me this week. I'm excited at the end of every week. It's like five more minutes of this movie, which I love. Um, we, we had, we've had you on for a very dramatic week. Uh, thanks for sticking with us through all that. Oh, no. It was so much fun. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. I know some people not so much up for the scary stuff, so this worked out really well. Well, as, as, we, as we talked about um, this week, it's the fun kind of scary. Good. Um, this minute isn't scary, but the tension is continuing to ratchet up. This is minute 57, which starts with Dorothy finding the door out of the mirror room. That ghost thing that we're totally going to talk mm-hmm. about more shows her the way. And it ends with her exclaiming, It's not working! Um, and I'm going to try and restrain myself from doing all the lines in their voices, but. From the point where she tells TikTok, go to the door, this was an extended scene in a montage advertising Disney movies that it was at the end of, I feel like, every Disney VHS I had in the 80s. Yeah. And so while I saw this movie many times, I saw this scene hundreds of times. (laughs) This is my minute. This music. Um, But it starts with a friendly ghost. Or whatever that is. Showing Dorothy the door. Yeah, this is the original Casper. We had no idea what was coming in another decade. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she shows her which one the door... I guess because she closed the door behind her and they're all mirrored, so they all... Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) This this seems like a little bit Um, of like... To slow her down to make yeah. it more tense. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I definitely don't want to get into this too much because this plays so much into the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, because this is my last time on the show, I'm going to be selfish. Um, yeah. I really <laughs> like the ghost effect on Ozma. I just think mm-hmm. it's just the right kind. It's just so dreamlike. I just really like how and and the scenes yeah. later on of her like wisping back and forth out of visibility. I, I think are so cool mm-hmm. looking and effective. Just something I wanted to share. Yeah. It's it, it's mm-hmm. a good effect. And they don't overuse it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't see the magic behind it. It's just the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, then Dorothy goes upstairs and is dismayed to see that it's not ready. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, I mean, Mombi is behind her screaming. Oh, so creepy. And she gets in and there it is. Yeah, that, oh, that, like, every line that Jean Marsh yells just like goes right yeah and just like it being like from a distance but you can still hear it like just you really you're really with dorothy i think through that through that sound choice Mm. um i i'm so distracted because i my notes are just like in all capital i was like this is the oh cool yeah 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 um yeah this is the start of my um she explains that what's gone wrong is that tiktok's thinking has wound down but his action and speech were still going, so that's why this was happening, mm-hmm. I guess, if I'm reading the room right. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I love how she has to kind of, like, chase oh, him yeah. around that's to great. wind. 
Like, he just literally will not mm-hmm. stand still. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We get our little bit of... Oh, oh no, no, yeah. I just, I really, I... The, just the jerky movements of TikTok in this minute are so great. And again, like, going back to... Uh, just I, I, I love the the heart and and character that all of these effects characters are are, are, are given. I, I just think TikTok and even Belinda being like a chicken has so much personality, like in the way the little puppet moves around. I, I just I, I really liked it this time around, but watching it. Oh yeah, um, I feel a little bit bad for Jack, who first of all is like, does the Han Solo? It's not my <laughs> fault. <laughs> When she's like, it's not done yet. He's like, look like, what I'm whoa, dealing come on. with. I'm new. I'm the newest one here. <laughs> I also love how, like, Blaine is like, we need more corn. And Dorothy says, well, then hurry up. I'm like, you're not like the- helping. But I, I get why she's freaking Yeah, she out. is eight. So. Yeah. <laughs> everyone is panicking. Yeah, everyone is. people are not Again, everyone is just doing the best they can. <laughs> Uh, we get our little bit of Wizard of Oz philosophizing. Oh, of yeah. How could he keep talking if his thought had wound down? It happens to people mm-hmm. all the time. Well, to quote, that feels well, like to quote Qui-Gon Jinn, the ability to speak does not make you intelligent. God! Yeah. What am I saying? <laughs> yeah, it just, it's just, it's so funny. It, it's, we're back to the comedy of errors. Yeah, too, yeah, I dig it. The way she's like chasing him around. Trying to talk to Jack and wind mm-hmm. him. <laughs> just like the, yeah, just the stuff. Such a ragtag group. Yeah. Literally in a couple of their cases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and of course, Jack doesn't understand the plan as well as TikTok, even though he explained it to TikTok. Yeah. Well, TikTok was clearly in charge of the engineering aspect sure. of this project. Yeah. Like it was, it was Jack, it was Dorothy's idea to do it. And she told Jack, like, okay, here's what we're going to do. But TikTok came up with the how to accomplish, how to get from idea to actual finished product. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's great. Um, Just, again, I, I think, you know, we were mentioning kind of the unspoken subgenre that this movie belongs to. And I, I think it is, yeah, they all have very, have so much heart and personality in their design. And, and I think that's why the characters have such long shelf lives, long after the, the movie's come and gone from theaters, you know? I mean, who doesn't love Jack? Yeah. <laughs> oh. They could have gotten their own spinoff. Yeah, like their own weird, like, early 90s, like, Disney Channel show. Yeah, 30, 30 minutes that have a little adventure. Yeah. yeah I, I could see it. We'll, we'll put it on the list right after the Mombi, uh, the Mombi Collect Them All changeable yes. head dolls. If Disney says you got anything else, we'll say buddy cop show. No, uh, I want every episode to start with them sitting across at their kitchen table across from each other, and Jack tells TikTok a joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is, I'm back to referencing Welcome mm-hmm. Back, Cotter. <laughs> I remember it was the beginning of the episode and the end of the episode, but most of the jokes I knew in late elementary school came from that. Um, we do also get the return of... Uh, we, we get a, a little, we, we hearken back to the yellow-haired girl, because Dorothy says, tie the palm leaves onto the sofa quick, which was her favorite oh, word. Yeah, yellow-haired girl in Kansas was teaching Dorothy. Yeah, I mean, she was picking stuff up left mm-hmm. and right. Yeah, Dorothy takes what she can get. She just absorbs her environment. That's why she's, yeah. that's why she's the, her, the hero she yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you have to understand, too, 
This is Dorothy freaking out. But she's so calm when you think about it. She's just like, here's what's happening. Here's what needs to happen. Oh, definitely. Yeah, she's... she's... And and that little quick and snapping at Belina is all that she shows of, like, the fact that she is losing it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and you can take it for granted, but it... It it's um she has done this before and I I I know I forget that sometimes watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, she Dorothy has ultimate faith that this is going to be okay until she does everything and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. She, um, so Dorothy sprinkles the powder of life along the tail and the wings, and Jack reminds her to get the head so you can see where it's going and. I'm going to ask how we think the powder of life effect works in this movie, because I can tell you that if you just grab the salt shaker and shake salt on your sofa, it doesn't look like that. And then also you're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) In case you thought it was salt, I don't know what they did, but it wasn't that. (laughs) They use the same effect as uh, the transporter. I think think I'm reading Rainbow. They, They demonstrated it. Because uh, they had LeVar Burton, like like the sugar solution on the film, or sugar in front of a glass, or something like that. What? How did I miss that episode? But it looks like the same effect. I mean, to to someone who has no idea what effects would look like, it looks like the same yeah. effect. <laughs> well, you you know what? Same family, you at least. You watched a lot of Star Trek. I would believe you if you told me that. Let's see. I'm trying to find a good pause. Yeah, it is kind of because it's that silvery, sparkly-ness. That's yeah. very technically mm-hmm. accurate. Someone at Lucasfilm is just like, what are you talking about, kiddo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be great, though, if you could ever get like any like up-and-coming like special effects people to talk about like if this, if this movie had any impact oh. on them growing up. Oh, man. Like indie I, people, you know? Yeah. I... I didn't end up going into it but i was obsessed with special effects when i was a kid um when i was really little you know i was just playing around and then yeah late elementary school and middle school when i started getting into it like the um the star wars behind the scenes documentaries where they show you like the hangar with the trench run and stuff i mean I watched those on, you know, I'd like rewind and go back to watch it again. I was obsessed with all the special effects, the practical special yeah. effects. Um, I thought for sure I was going to end up working at ILM for mm-hmm. a while. I used... Huh. Life's funny like that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I used to fantasize about working at Pixar. Mm. I mean, we're not that Well, old. but then... There's uh, still time, I just, but... Com- computers, <laughs> I'm lucky I can do this. Computers really kind of freak me out. <laughs> So maybe computer animation, not, not the route to go. Um, this uh, practical effects were a dying art. I feel like there has been a little bit of a renaissance because I think if you had asked maybe a little over a decade ago, people would have assumed that practical effects were going to disappear completely. Mm And computer effects would take over everything. And that hasn't happened. Sure. Well, you know, I, um, I was listening to the, I, I I kind of learned as I get somewhat older, you know I don't my, I'm still a, I, I don't consider myself to be any voice of authority, but whenever someone thinks that something new is going to make something old go away entirely, it tends to just make it go to sleep. I mean, the 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 fact that vinyl has come back, and you know we're starting to see the beginnings of people 
getting nostalgic for like VHS technology and you know 75 millimeter film. I mean, Dunkirk was such a big hit at the box office that I don't know. I I, I don't think we'll ever quite see a time when practical effects have truly gone from cinema as long as there are always children and you know new generations that are just as inspired by movies like this as we are yeah well and how many academy awards did the artist win right yeah exactly i mean that (laughs) you want to talk about something that had disappeared definitely yeah yeah suddenly was back in the cultural that's why i'm always like whenever i see this is way off topic but like future movies whenever everything looks shiny and chrome i'm always like yeah but like we don't like that like I think the movie Her is a pretty realistic future movie because everything still looks like it was designed. Hmm. I never heard it put that way. Yeah, well, see, now I want a future minute where there's some insufferable hipster that's like, actually, the Blu-rays <laughs> are the preferred, sure, sure, you know, sure. just someone who, like, like everything old is new again. Like, there will always be someone who gets way too Of course, yeah. It. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what other, like, actual notes I have for this minute. Uh, the music starts up, we're getting our, what we call the adventure theme, although that's not what the soundtrack sure. refers to it as. Um, soundtrack but, is a bit of a jumble, <laughs> to yeah, be fair with the names. Yeah, it's, it's all there. Sometimes things are reused, sometimes things are put together into one track, even though they're definitely different themes. Um, but I don't care. I love the orchestration in this movie and I love the way it makes you feel like when they started building the gump, we had that little bit of marching music, like, all right, Mm -hmm. got a plan. We're doing our thing now. Um, we had like the silence as he snuck in places and then, you know, the little Oz theme when we see the wisp and now, now it's adventure time. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) I, I've always appreciated. I am I, I am a child of the 80s. I am totally willing. Would, would John Williams and Steven Spielberg like to manipulate my emotions? Feel free. <laughs> and apparently Walter Murch and David Shire, same deal, is on the table. <laughs> would you like to tell me what to feel while watching this movie? I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, Back to the Future had that a little bit Yeah, too. absolutely. I mean, I, 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 I think there's a, there's a, direct correlation to i think the effort and imagination that went into like making the stuff in that movie to like you know people today walking around with hoverboard keychains and spending spending thousands of dollars on on marty mcfly's like back to the future 2 sneakers you know oh mike wouldn't know anything about that would he (laughs) but yeah but it, it, it it's because and i'm guilty of it too i mean i own a little uh i own a boba fett little guy on my on my thing because he looks like a stormtrooper it was like a it was like a retro it's like a retro design or something but yeah like we we get attached to stuff like that when it looks and it's easy to be cynical about it and be like oh it's because it's the you know the corporate teat and we're sucking on it whatever but there's i know i'm blessed enough to know visual artists and like real workmen in the in the that are making movies to know that no like there there there's real love that goes into stuff like this even the big stuff Sometimes when it's done right. <laughs> yeah. L- little yeah. asterisks there. Most yes. of the time. <laughs> Not 100% <laughs> of the time. Um, yeah, I I was thinking about it when they were building it. What would I give for a Gump action figure? Oh, yeah. Did any like weird tie-in stuff come out? <laughs> like a flying sofa with the, the ferns and the tail. Yeah. 
Did were there any like weird McDonald's toys tie-ins when this happened? I haven't seen McDonald's toys. Um, Mike has seen more stuff because you were paying attention to this stuff earlier than me. And also, I can't let myself look at eBay because it's too dangerous. I did see um, <laughs> no, in th- Japan you could get like stuffed animals of TikTok and Jack Pumpkinhead, but of course now they're horribly expensive. Sure. Yeah, there were more little like knickknacks. I. I'm sure somewhere in Disney's mind at the time they they thought this would probably become something mm-hmm. marketable, but yeah, it didn't uh, didn't really hit the uh, McDonald's uh, Happy Meal yeah. toy or there were uh, but there were there were some some different uh, what have I seen on eBay like pins and uh, little diecast yeah. figures and when uh, when Victoria was on she she actually saw. People are making. Pe- people are actually selling 3D printed items. So people are making their own oh, Return cool. to Oz knickknacks yeah. now and selling them. Well, I mean, I'm sure that's. Yeah. If Disney, if Disney ever decides to get involved, they can probably put put the clamps on that. But <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, kind of people are. You know, it's been it's been 30 32 years. Uh, the people who have a memory are are kind of like, hey, you know what would be neat. I'd like a little thing, you know, a knickknack. Very appropriate yeah. for this movie. You want to have a room filled with just weird bits of memory from, from your, your past mm-hmm. and interests. But. Yeah. Well, and there was tie-in stuff, but you mostly see, like, books or the... It wasn't even... It wasn't even book on tape. It was book on yeah. record. <laughs> um, and stuff like that. So it's not like there wasn't any merchandising merchandising Mm -hmm. but yeah not quite to the same extent and i think part of that probably was as mike said i mean this could have launched a whole line of things i mean this this could have been the start of anything but even during filming things were not going oh really um filming was almost shut down at one point Uh, George Lucas actually flew over to England and like met with Walter Murch and kind of gave him a pep talk and helped yeah. look at hey, his books come on, and man. be like, this. we can do this. Who's the boss? Yeah, Who's yeah the pretty boss? much. Boss? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, and like visited the set and was like, yeah, this looks good. You know, like really just trying to be like, you need to finish this yeah, movie. I like, I like, I like, I like, uh, I like the chicken. <laughs> And there was so much crossover yeah. between the two companies that, like, it totally made sense that he visited. And at one point, he was, like, financially helped. I, I can't I can't pin down if he actually gave money to it or if he just, like, helped write the books kind of to make it work mm-hmm. out. That it was like, no, don't shut this down. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was instrumental in making sure that this movie actually exists. <laughs> and is a thing that yeah, we yeah. watch. Um, and so I just, I I kind of wonder, I wonder if there was an exec at Disney who had all this stuff planned in his mind. And then as uh, things started hitting the fan was like, nope, let's not, let's, let's pull this mm-hmm. back. Let's not do that. Let's, let's just slowly tiptoe back away from this. And also this was at the same time where Disney was changing executives like every five sure, sure, minutes. Sure. So I, you know, maybe the person who championed this wasn't there by the time 
it was time to go negotiate with McDonald's or something. <laughs> I I could see that. The mid-80s at Disney, like, I love Disney. And I have loved Disney my entire life since I was born in 1984. And let me tell you, it was not a happy place on Earth in the corporate offices <laughs> for most of my mm-hmm. life. Um, I read Disney War and it gave me a totally different understanding of, like, my cultural surroundings <laughs> in my childhood. Yeah, no, that's, it's, yeah, it's cool how when you get older, you kind of start to learn more about, you know, different layers of stuff. Yeah. I'm glad this worked out, though, because it would have been really easy for this to fall through the cracks. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it's a miracle that this movie still exists, and I'm, and I'm grateful for it. It would have just been this weird, like, footnote, like, yeah, Frieza Balk made this movie, yeah. but, like, you think it really <laughs> it, it, It's nice to see, because uh, now, you know, Disney is... Disney is not what it was in the sure. 80s. Yeah, they own Star Wars, they own Marvel, they own ESPN and ABC. Like Disney is com- yeah. just completely transformed. They own Pixar. Like there's there's so much going on and it's so massive and they can do all kinds of things that they want to. That that this movie, you know, going with some of the other weird things they did in the 80s. <laughs> like that that's some, you know, somewhere that that legacy is is still there, and it's like, okay, you know, maybe maybe in the future someone will look back at it and and say, we look, there was good stuff here. It didn't work then, but you know, it's 20, 2024 now, and you know, people people are are willing to accept something that's 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 different enough, even though we're going to call it the Wizard of Oz, that. <laughs> Maybe that's a hurdle they can't you can't get over, uh, but Lord of the Rings took uh, you know a second look at some you know a good cartoon series, but that was not you know not what Peter Jackson put together. Uh, they took something that was that was recognized as being being solid at least and entertaining, and and said okay we can do this we can do it right we can do it great. They could uh, they could do the same thing with Oz someday, and. You know, Judy Garland's Oz is great. It's what it is. But there's another story. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot more complicated than that one. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Okay. I always, yeah, I, I think I'm good. I'm gonna, I'm just like sitting on my sofa being like, good sofa. Okay. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, uh, you mentioned before, so this is your last day with us, at least for this movie Mm -hmm. um anything you wanted to talk about that was outside of the purview of your minutes because you know you were kind of in your own little horror movie within this larger (laughs) movie well yeah no i just um i'm just so you know for the for the moments that are kind of dry and and maybe you know the pacing problems that the movie has i just think there are just moments of imagination and sequences of imagination that are just so well designed and just so memorable and so uh, off the beaten path and weird. And I think that's such an important thing to include in a children's diet when it comes to stories, you know, something that isn't entirely safe or sanitized. So yeah, I'm super grateful that this movie exists. And I mean, it is a Disney movie. Come on folks. She's going to be okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We don't have like an official spoiler policy, but I feel like well, yeah, that's yeah, and implied. and I uh, and I forget where I first heard this adage or the story, but you know, 
you'd be surprised at how far a child will go with you down a scary story if you reward them with a happy ending. If you if you give them enough if you give them <laughs> enough reason to like, hey, everything will eventually be okay, they'll they'll go with you towards those darker moments, those stranger moments, because there's kind of an unspoken trust between the storyteller and a child, so specifically that everything yeah. will eventually turn out okay at the end. It's the original. So it's your first social. Contract. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you read George R. R. Martin, and you realize the social contract between reader and author is dead. Has <laughs> <laughs> um, dead as most of the characters in those books. Um, but that's not what's happening here. Sorry, I just, I, I just loved all the like when Game of Thrones started blowing up, and it was like George R. R. Martin doesn't play by the <laughs> rules. He doesn't care what you expect as the reader. Um, yeah, I I really like that because there is so much, especially in the live action Disney movies, that is so, like, how could there be any hope? How could this possibly work out? I'm butchering a Samwise quote right now. Never mind. I'm going to stop. Um, the, the... No, actually, I'm going to cite it. The Sam speech from of Lord course, of the Of course, yeah, Rings. Two Towers. How could the story work out? Yeah, I, I love mm-hmm. that. I love that whole paragraph. Um, and, and you just, you have this faith that, like, in the end, people are going to come out the other side. Definitely. It. And, yeah, that is definitely, definitely the case, at least with Dorothy. And she seems to be getting her team back under control. <laughs> Absolutely. Clearly, she can't leave them alone to execute mm-hmm. a plan, <laughs> but that's all right. Now she knows. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, oh, God, it's so good. Um, Mike, do you have anything else for this minute this week? I mean, you'll be back on Monday, so you'll get to see the rest of me geeking out over the scene. <laughs> no, I think that, that wraps it up. All right. Well... I will give Nick one last chance to plug away. Yeah, DuelingGenre.com. It's where you can find pretty much everything we've been putting out there at Dueling Genre Productions. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Nick M. Jimenez. M is in mom. Can I call him <laughs> <mom>? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully. Uh, ah, sorry. Uh, Mike, where can they find us? <laughs> Whoops. We're at ReturnToOzMinute.com. Weogtiogpiog.com, same place. Ozminute on Twitter, Facebook. The Return to Ozminute listeners flying sofa is the name of the Facebook group. Ozminute on Instagram. There's one picture there. <laughs> we'll get more. We'll get more. Uh, I kind of like the, the one <laughs> contribution that I've made to that project. Yes. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> And come back on Monday to see if Mombi catches them all and we've been lying and this is a George R. R. Martin production of Return to... No, I'm just kidding. This is going to be really confusing for people who don't follow Game of Thrones. Sorry. Um, no, just just come back on Monday. We're going to talk about more Return to Oz and it's going to be great. <laughs> all right. Thanks for having me, guys. Ah, thanks for joining us. This was so much fun this week. I have enjoyed talking about all movies including this one yeah it was, it, it, it's good uh talking to people who had an appreciation for the movie it i mean great introducing new people too but sometimes nice to you want to see we weren't alone <laughs> yeah only took 30 something years but the return to us fans are now have, have like a big support network yes we gathered in 
Do you want to start us off today? Weog. Teog. Yeah. Uh, Teog. Teog.